Hi, and welcome to Creatives on Speed from Faster Ideas, where we talk to creative thinkers, makers, and doers from all walks of life about their lives and their career. And I'm delighted to be joined today by Natalia Salkoska. Have I got that right? Yeah, perfect. Better oh, than thank before. you. Um, who is the founder and CEO of Natalka Design. So tell us a bit about what Natalka Design does and what you get up to. What we get up to, kind of what we see in the back. So we're all about visual storytelling for businesses. So we do a lot of basically visual communication internally or, um, you know, marketing and social media and all that for companies, big companies, smaller companies, usually corporates. Um, so how can we engage humans to look at your stuff, to click your stuff, to sign up, to remember, to care? That's kind of what we've been doing for the last 10 years. Amazing. So I remember I discovered you, first of all, on LinkedIn, because I've seen one of the events that you've done and you do sort of live visual storytelling at some events. It's really very exciting to watch, I have to say. Yeah. Do you, do you really enjoy doing those? Yeah, I mean, that's how we started. And that was just me. Now I say we because it's actually a team. It's not just my imagination. But when I started, it was just me with pens, terrified, going to big internal get togethers and meetings and literally kind of thrown into it by my mentor and friend now. And, you know, it was kind of like Natalia's going to capture all the key points from this meeting. And I was sweating. And here we are after 10 years still doing it fully digitally because that's where the world definitely has gone and that that's what makes sense um with a team of 50 plus creatives and people really need that stuff which is interesting to see still yeah yeah totally so let's let's take you back a little bit to um sort of creativity in your uh, in your early years what what creative things were you up to what how did creativity play a part in your life when you're growing up Mm, I mean, you know, I was actually talking about it with my friends and my boyfriend a few times now. What would I be if I grew up, let's say, in Paris or in New York or actually in London, you know, surrounded by these beautiful buildings, architecture, art, you know, so many things to see. I grew up in a very simple, small town, post-communist, where in Poland, where there was not many beautiful things to look at unless you went to the nature, saw lakes, forests and all that, which was wonderful. But I had to find ways to be creative, to be inspired, to maybe not uh, rely only on looking at things, but actually making, I guess, things than myself. So I spent hours and hours drawing. I always loved it. It was my escapism. It was a thing that I loved. And I will still remember, you know, kind of hours and hours of paper pens, looking at Disney, looking at a manga, looking at all this kind of beautiful art that I could access then. There was no internet, there was no phones, we're going way back when, <laughs> you know, so kind of what could I see, what could I do? So I was copying things, I was learning, I was self-studying. It's the whole 10,000 hours concept, isn't it? So I always call it the longest internship in my life which is now kind of weirdly paying off because that's not what I studied. Um, so yeah, I had to find things to be creative about. I had to go outside and play games and make it into a castle in my mind. I had to, you know, find the simplest things to draw on and, uh, you know, not have beautiful stunning iPads and computers that we have and programs now, right? So interesting um, to grow up in those times and, you know, Visually, I was always drawn to animation, characters, design. It was it was my thing. And uh, you said you didn't study that, but what were yeah. you studying? 
I shouldn't be saying that, right? Because like no one should be hiring me now. Oh. Uh, I was studying languages. Thank God I can now speak to you. So I always loved English. Um, so it came to me quite naturally, let's say from young age. And purely that was the kind of decision back then uh, in a country like Poland where you couldn't necessarily find amazing studies in character animation, uh, you know, for Disney or anything like that in the future, which would be my dream. So English was another kind of natural thing that I really loved. And it just felt like, oh, you'll get a job probably if you learn and study languages. Um, so that's the route I took. Um, I also was studying bilingual translation in London, which I always think helped me a lot with this type of job. Because basically I connected one part of my brain, which is visual and studied itself. One part of my brain that studied languages, make a cocktail, here we are. Yeah, because if you think about, you know, the concept of translation, what you do with your visual storytelling is sort of translating what you're hearing and seeing in, a, in it's using slightly different like muscles in the brain, but it's, it's a form of uh, form of translation in itself, isn't it? Yeah, so our briefs are usually connected. Anyone that comes to us says, no one cares. I need more eyes on this. No one reads my stuff. Um, the event will be forgotten if we don't capture it. So it's all about how can we take the kind of mundane a bit. And I always say I love words and stuff. I, you know, we don't get rid of it. We just add to it to make it more memorable, to help that brain to engage with it. Because, of course, we live in the times where it's so much information and we're bombarded with it like literally in a second, look at TikTok and where the world world is going, it's quicker and quicker and quicker. Like it's almost like what is next, right? So um, so how can we stop you for a second and help you to engage? So so the kind of translation became natural thing. I, I want to translate this for you to make it more engaging and make people stop for a second. So when you first came over to the UK, how, what's the sort of journey from, from that to sort of do it where you are now? With oh, just one plane to London. <laughs> not, not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. My first plane in my life. So of course, everyone was nostalgic. My mom filmed that moment, uh, tragically, oh. one of those situations. I was supposed to just go for a year. There was no intense concept of working in UK, nothing like that. I was supposed to come do my MA studies, come back. And I was happy doing that. I had already plans where I want to live in Poland, what I want to do and all that stuff. Life happens. The curious mind can't rest. So I went to a lot of events. Suddenly I went to networking things. What is even networking? What is this concept? People meet and talk. Why? What? They're not your friends. Um, you know, and just being inspired by everything that London has to give. And I have a very, you know, special place for London in my heart, which I still can call home, uh, because it allowed me to, you know, inhale all this, you know, visual and people inspiration. And kind of I knew that there's something a bit more than just coming for a year. So I did everything I could to stay. I got a job here. I got a job there. I was a teacher in arts. I was working in startups. Um, and here we are suddenly almost 10 years in the business. Oops. And, <laughs> no, it's great. And so what, what, what led to you sort of, uh, setting up the business? Were there a few sort of key moments that you were like, oh yeah, I can make this, this is totally viable now. I can keep going with this. Yeah. So the business idea, I always say it wasn't like a, it was a bit like a movie. I have to say that. So, uh, but I always say to even students that I speak to, or if I, if I'm invited to talks or anything like that, it wasn't just I'm lying around and this business came, right? Like nothing happens like that. 
I was very actively speaking to different people, engaging, curious. Hello, hi, my name is, hello, could I have a coffee? Hello this, hello that. Twitter was big back then, I remember. And I tweeted as many other different people, this another person that I thought is very interesting, business owner and a coach, business coach and a charity owner, Mr. Darren Robson, my dear friend now. Um, and he said yes to meeting me for this random coffee. Long story short, he kind of told me off that like I'm talented and I shouldn't be in this job. Here's my number. You do what you think you need to do. So it was that was the movie part. But then the work came. So I did leave the job, but I was very scared, kind of like, what am I doing? Um, he was supporting me for a few months, kind of, you know, super mentoring me. He invested in me uh, to start off. Um, and I was just like, there's no tomorrow. There's no way I'm going back. I am laser focused. I don't know what's going to happen, but I want to give my all. Now, if you ask me, Joe, to have the same energy, I would be like, Ooh, you know, not the same days, not the same days anymore. You do get tired at 10 p.m. But back then it was just like, I knew that that's my freaking moment. Like I talked to someone who actually sees something um, and I started doing a lot of work for free. I started doing a lot of work for very little money. I was saying to a lot of things, there was just a yes, yes concept. And from one person to another, suddenly people started talking in the neighborhood, in Shoreditch, where I hanged out a lot around Silicon Roundabout back in the days, you know, where it was a thing. And it was like, hey, yeah, go to Natalia. Yeah, Natalia is a visual, Natalia draws. Blah, 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 blah. So yeah, but it was just like this laser focus of like, and, and, you know, being actively curious and saying hi to people to get some help. Cause I just didn't know how to start it. I had no connections, nothing. Well, I always say two things, please speak to other people because I can speak from my experience. I'm not just sitting here around with like beautiful poems, but I'm going to put them under my table and be like, you know, oh, no one sees my art. Well, show it. Speak to people. And 100 won't care. One other 100 won't reply. 201 will reply. You know what I mean? Yeah. So never be discouraged. Talk about what you create, show it. And these days, I'm sorry, but back in the days, there was no Instagram, nothing. I'm like, I literally sound like I'm very old. But if I was a kid and I was in these times, I would be on Instagram. I would be on TikTok. I would have the best time. I was doing yeah. so many visual things in my life. I would have like thousands of followers now. And yes, I'm going to say that confidently. And another thing is I always say, you don't need to, if you want to start something new, it doesn't have to be this dramatic shift where you leave your job and London is expensive and it's stressful. So like, you don't have to do that. How about maybe you can find a way where you can work four days in your job or you can um, every evening or every other evening put in two hours or whatever into this thing you want to do. And you don't need to make this dramatic shift of like leaving the job like in a movie. Not everyone can do that. I totally appreciate that. And I couldn't do that. I had time line where if by certain time I can't make it, I need to find a job. Mm, again yeah so you know not everyone comes from let's say well-to-do families or not everyone can bump into investors straight away on their way so make it you know make a plan stick to it but as well don't feel like you need to do this like I'm gonna leave my job you know because it doesn't have to be like that doodly do which is actually where I sort of first met you first face to face um do you want to explain what that is and, and uh, also tell us a bit about how it all started well Joe, you can say what that is because you've been to one <laughs> it's the weirdest thing the name right no one can remember it <laughs> yeah but yeah 
I mean, doodly do. What a what a fun thing. So we started it around two years after Natalka Design, and it's still Natalka Design business. It's like a creative events leg of it. And now we run it, of course, not during pandemic for public and for private clients and groups. Um, but basically it's people drawing together and having a good time. I can't explain it any way better. I was just very frustrated with the fact that people think that you need to be this talented human to even touch a pen or to express yourself visually. And that's not how it should be because it's something we've all done as kids and then it's gone because we're adults and we're serious, we're wearing ties. Yes, I understand, but you can still practice in personal life or sometimes at work this sort of skill. So yeah. we are bringing humans together to have fun, to get creative, to move that right side of the brain. Beautiful connections happen during these events, whether virtually or in person. And people come out with this like crazy body language where they're like, they think they can do anything. And that's the vibe that we want. So yeah, Doodly Do since then has been this mischievous child of Natalka Design. And it's been done in like 25 countries or so, which is wow. crazy. So, um, yeah, so Doobie Doos come about, it's still kicking around. It's It's got exciting things going on, but you've also been doing something exciting, which you started a YouTube channel. Oh, Joe, I'm How's so that going? <laughs> I'm so late to the game. I feel like YouTube has like two more years and we just popped up out of nowhere. Um, no, but all, in all honesty, it's just another place to share content, share knowledge, share entertainment, show a bit more of our face. And that is kind of my job because I'm told to do it because I'm the entertaining one, apparently. <laughs> um, and I have the best lights at home. So we just thought, why not try create a bit of content from our world to yours? And whether that's creative tips, business tips, life tips, um, we want to show a bit of kind of how our process works and how drawing behaves. We want to do a bit of how to draw videos, just a bit of a, you know, kind of creative space to play with. But I, I always say we're so late to the game, my God. Right. No, but I mean, I think you'd say yourself, you know, you got to start somewhere. And, and, and I think, I mean, I've been watching some of the videos I and mean, there's a great one on just the sort of general how to be creative and creative tips and tricks, which we're all totally supportive of here at Faster Ideas. It's exactly what we're about too. So, I mean, what's your favorite go-to creative tip or trick when you're feeling a bit stuck? Uh, do something else. Yeah. yeah, if you're sitting there and you're in pain and nothing's coming in, whether that's a pitch or whether that's a project you're working on or you need to draw something, write something, whatever, we get, get all stuck, do something else. And I'm not saying like, again, do something very inspirational, like go to a theater and watch something, whatever it is, uh, change the position of your body <laughs> and change where you are and do something else. Because if you stay with it, it's just going to frustrate you. And we all know those moments where we're like, I know I have to do this, mm. but I can't. Like, for example, I, I talked to one of my friends who's writing a book and the book was supposed to be done in Feb. And we're almost in September and the book is nowhere there because he's stuck not on the fact he wants to write the book. It's a beautiful idea, but he's like, I can't even sit down because I know it's so much work. I'm yeah. like get away from it stop and then I just want you to write one title and one page and I said to him like not more and he's like well what if I know two pages I'm like no just one page and then leave it because you need to learn that this is not a scary huge task 
put it into tiny steps. And he recently wrote me like, I wrote one page. I'm excited. I'm like, yes, we're back. Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, it's really, it's really nice when you can help people like in that way as well to sort of just tell them, break it down into a bit more. Yeah, kind of we all get stuck. It's normal. It's a human thing. Don't get frustrated. I mean, at anything, right? Like it's cooking something like you, you buy all these ingredients. Then by the end of Friday, you're like, oh, I never did that meal. And now onion is old or whatever. You know what I mean? It happens to us. Don't get frustrated. Do something else. Come back. Make it very small steps. Cool. So um, what's what's on the cards for you? You talked about you've got maybe some events coming up in the autumn. Is there anything else coming up? Yeah, a lot of our clients are very corporate high senior managers. So what happens is they need to have their break. They need to come back. And from September, they'll be proper thinking about next steps, plan on a page. What's the roadmap now? Everything's changed. Very much shorter term thinking. So we'll be covering like any year, beautiful kind of visual plan on a page pieces. So that's coming up. We're going to get busy. Um, lots of animation work. People are producing new products and new software and they need to explain it. So that's fun. Doesn't require life work. We just sit in our homes and studios and work on it. Um, but yeah, there's there's some fun stuff coming up. So I guess the best way is just to follow us and look where what we're up to and, you know, check out. Um, we're even on TikTok. I don't know what's going on. I don't make the TikTok. Mostly is our comms manager ryan he's having fun there and my my only brief for him because he's younger was like just um just have fun because yeah. i really don't understand what's going on on tiktok i mean you're not gonna see me dancing there i don't know if you're there joe oh, but that's such a shame <laughs> uh, i actually do love dancing but that's not gonna happen that's like no. a tiny bit too far so yeah yeah cool well, thanks very much for your time, Natalia. It's been really, really great talking to you. And I, I really hope that we get to meet again in the future, like face to face and or even, even if it's just online to do some doodly doing online. So it'd be really, really great to do that. Um, yeah, thanks and have, have a really great day. Thank you so much. See you around. Bye.